everybody, and welcome to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network, brought to you by the OU, the Orthodox Union. My name is Ellie Hagler, the Assistant Director of Yachad, and I'm being joined today by a couple of exciting people. First off, we're going to speak with Mickey Nyer, who's getting ready to run the ING Miami Half Marathon, together with Team Yachad, next weekend. And later on, we're going to speak with Yehuda Daniel, who is a personal trainer and a physical therapist, and we'll talk about how to get ready, how to, what to do during and what to do after running the race on the big day to make sure that your body stays in as best shape as possible. So we've got a lot, lot to get to, a lot to talk about, and uh, let's start off with Mickey. Mickey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Jewish Reaction. Hello, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. So tell me, how did you, where did this all come about? Why are you running the Miami Marathon with Team Yachad? Well, I, I wanted to run um, or try to run a half marathon, and I was talking to my good friend, Ellie, um, and he mentioned that a whole team from Yachad was going to be running again. Um, and I just thought about all those times in Boston where we did um, Yachad Shabbatones and had activities with Yachad, and it was always so much fun, and it was always so special. So I decided, why not? Why don't I run on behalf of Boston Yachad um, and help them out and raise some money for all the great programming that they did for me and will do for students um, in the future. So have you ever run a half marathon before? No, I am not a runner. <laughs> you are not a runner. <laughs> so <No. laughs> what what makes you think that you can do this? Uh, well, I started, you know, working out and getting in shape, and I said, you know what, I can push myself harder. I'll challenge myself. I, it's for a good cause, and um, people are going to back me and support me. Why not? So... I've been training. Well, it most definitely is for a good cause. For those of you who don't know, Team Yachad raises money uh, for Yachad, for the National Jewish Council for Disabilities, an agency of the Orthodox Union. And what Yachad does, Yachad is dedicated to promoting inclusion uh, for those Jews with uh, disabilities and promoting them and bringing them to the forefront of the Jewish community. So we're speaking now with Mickey Nyer, who's running with Team Yachad next weekend in Miami. Mickey, so originally you grew up in Boston. Yeah. So now that you live in New York with your husband and with your children, um, which city do you like better? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> if my son was in the car, he would hands down say Boston, Red Sox, Celtics, Um, And I would have to agree with him. Uh, but Boston will always hold a place in my heart, but I'm starting to get used to New York. Oh, well, that's good to hear, being being a New Yorker my entire life. Um, and you guys lived in Boston for a couple of years. We did. We lived in Boston for four years. Um, it was a fantastic time. My husband was in dental school, and I worked at Maimonides High School as the activities coordinator. And you also went to MIMO for high school yourself. I did for elementary through high school. Wow, so now... So after having gone to MIMO for elementary school and high school, you now moved back to Boston with your husband, and you started yes. working in the school as the student activities coordinator. Now coming full circle, you're running with Team Yachad, and there's also a Team MIMO running with Team Yachad, which is a group of current students at the Maimonides School. Yes. So wait, exactly. So did you, like, are you involved with them? Do you know them? I mean, obviously they're a lot younger than you are. But, <laughs> Just a little bit. I don't mean I mean that in the best way, of course. <laughs> but are you? Is that like, exciting for you? Excited to to run together with Team Imo in Miami to raise money for Boston Yachad? 
Yes, I'm very excited to see them again. I believe they were still in middle school when I was working there. Um, so I didn't really get to work with them um, at the high school activities where Yachar was involved. But from what I hear, you know, the students that are running have been participating in a lot of the Yachar events um, that have been taking place in Boston, which is fantastic. And I'm so glad to hear that things are still um, running strong in Boston, no pun intended. And they're running strong. Just kind of yeah, I got that. that. <laughs> okay. Um, and um, it'll be really nice to run together and speak over Shabbos and really just get to hear about what's going on back home. I think that's really great. I mean, there really is a lot going on in Boston now with Yachad. Uh, now, under the new leadership of Liz Offen, uh, Boston Yachad has really started to boom. There's really so much going on there, and it's really exciting for us at, at the national office to see that a group of now uh, four Bostonians are going to be running together as Team Mimo, in addition to you and your husband, Donnie, who's also going to be running, who we haven't even spoken about yet. Yes. So Donnie, <laughs> Donnie signed up a little bit later than you did. Was he a little bit more afraid of the challenge? wanted me to have the spotlight, um, but in the end, I think he was afraid of missing out on the fun, so I told him that the condition is he can run with me, but then he has to speed up and quickly get to the finish line so he can cheer me on at the end. You don't want it the other way around? You don't want it to be where you cross the finish line first so that you can say you beat your husband? Well, that's never going to happen. So, I figured the other way might be better. Okay, I guess that makes sense. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad. And we're being joined by Mickey Nyer, who's getting ready together with her husband, Donnie, to run with Team Yachad in the Miami Marathon uh, next weekend. Uh, Mickey, what's the part of the run or the weekend that you're both most nervous about and most looking forward towards? Figuring out when to drink enough water before the race starts, considering we get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. Uh, we actually get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, that makes, so now that's what I'm really nervous about. Well, that, that actually works out well. If that is your concern, later later on in the show, we're actually going to be speaking with Yehuda Daniel, who's going to talk about that very issue, about hydration and make sure that your body is properly hydrated before, during, and after the race, as well as what are the best sure. ways to, to keep yourself in shape. Um, so... Mickey, what about your kids? What are you doing with your children? Um, my mother will be coming up from Boston. Um, well, down, actually, coming down from Boston. And we, um, they will be with her for a day and then with my in-laws for Shabbos. Very nice. So, like that. Yeah. Well, M- Mickey has two children. She, Mickey is uh, it's Mickey and Donnie, and their two children are Effie and Abigail. Abigail is my daughter Ava's best friend. They have play dates all the time. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna our first song today was actually chosen by Effie. How old is Effie? Three. Effie's four and a half. Effie's four and a half going on 15. Um, so our first song that we're going to play now <laughs> was sung by Shal Shellas and is Yehi Shalom. So here's a shout out to Effie Nair. And here is Shal Shellas's Yehi Shalom. Shalom, Bechayle, Shalom. 
And thank you very much to Effie Nyer for choosing that song of Yehi Shalom by Shalshelas. Uh, Mickey, is Effie the musical type? Yes, very much so. He listens to music all the time. He dances, he sings, he sings before he goes to bed with Donnie. So this was one of those songs that he sings at night, and this is what he chose. So is the, is the plan for in, you know, 10 years from now or so to have Effie run with Team Yachad and get involved in Yachad programming? For sure. I think he would, he would really enjoy it. Um, and he just makes everybody laugh, and he loves to be around people. And, and I think, you know, he would just feel so, so great about doing it. So I really hope so. I can definitely attest to that. Uh, Mickey, what's something <laughs> that you're just so curious about in terms of the marathon, the weekend itself, how everything comes together, the race itself? 25,000 people, what's that one thing that you're just, you don't know about, you're curious about, that you're just looking forward to finding out just from the experience of being there? I was really interested to find out how many different Yachad members are coming from all the different communities and different areas um, around the states and, you know, how much they are involved in the weekend and, you know, how many run with us or walk with us. Um, you know, that, I was just really curious about that. I'm really excited to see um, how involved everyone is together. I'll tell you, it's actually really awesome. I mean, obviously, I've done it for the last two years. I spent the weekend in Miami with Team Yachad. Uh, last year, we had 15 Yachad members who ran and walked the race. This year, I believe we have 13 uh, Yachad members or young adults with disabilities who are going to be uh, running the half marathon in Miami, including a group of four students who are currently enrolled at Yachad's Marilyn David Ivdu Upper School. Um, as a school together for the last four or five months, they've actually been fundraising together, training together, and doing all the work together for the marathon. And they'll be competing for their second year now, uh, which is actually oh, wow. really very cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it really is awesome. We've got you know another person coming uh, who's going to be pushed by a friend of his in a racing wheelchair. You know, Yachim members coming from L.A. and from Miami and from Chicago and from New York. So it really should be just all around an incredible experience to see. Uh, Mickey, let's talk a little bit about the fundraising part of it. You know, that typically tends to be uh, the biggest deterrent for people of signing up for such a program like this. You know, fundraising is never easy. It's always something that you've really got to just decide that you're going to do and really go full force. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? I was a little bit nervous in the beginning. It's always a challenge. Um, and, um, you know, sending that letter out is, is never easy. And, and asking for people to give of themselves um, is never easy. But, you know, I sat down, wrote, wrote a letter that just came from the heart. And surprisingly, the numbers were, just came in. And people were so generous and just gave with such open hands, and I I cannot thank my family and my friends enough for all of their support. Uh, and, and I think that everyone, you know, coming together and really understands the importance of the cause um, and wants to be a part of it. And I'm really just proud of how everyone came together and raised the money that we raised. Right. I, I think that's really something that, that I always try to strive to, to potential runners or runners is that it's not you're not knocking on somebody's door, a random person's door, and saying, "Hey, can you make a donation to this cause?" 
You're, you know, you're asking them to support you and sponsor you in your effort. You know, you're the one who's going to be training outdoors in the cold or in the gym on the treadmill for the next, you know, four or five months. By the time you actually start this process, you're really asking them to, to sponsor you and support you in what you're doing as opposed to just making a donation to a cause, which is also a good thing. But it's just a different, uh, different way to look at it, put a different spin on it. Uh, as you're going forward with the fundraising. Right. I mean, it also helps with training because when you can't get through that last mile, you just know that you have so many people that have been supporting you that you have to run for um, also the cause, obviously, um, but all these people you kind of just don't want to let down, so they just push you and, you know, thinking about that, so that also helps a lot. You know, I never looked at it like that. This is It's added motivation to make sure that you get to that finish line. Exactly. You're listening to The Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'm being joined by Mickey Nyer, who's getting ready to run next weekend with Team Yachad in the ING Miami Marathon. If you're interested in sponsoring uh, Mickey and her husband, Donnie Nyer, as they near their fundraising goal, you can do that at teamyachad.com. Click on the Miami website and search the list of runners for Mickey and Donnie Nyer. Uh, Mickey, before I let you go, I know that we have... Or, or team, sorry, Ali, or Team IMO. Or Team IMO, either one. Both great causes, both um, excellent options. Um, Mickey, before I let you go, there's uh, you are a nursery teacher at the Westchester Day School, and because of... Well, I guess I'll let you explain it. Why The, the next song that we're going to listen to is Yeshiva Boys Choir's Kol Hamis Palel. Why are we listening to that song? So just a shout-out to all of the first graders at Westchester Day School. They are right now practicing for their C-Door play, um, and we're very proud of them, and they're very proud of themselves, and this is one of the songs that they're singing in their show. So I've been listening to it every day. Um, they're great at it, and I figured, why not? They're proud of it. I'm proud of them. So this is for them. Great. I think that's awesome. So mazel tov to all the first graders at Westchester Day School. And Mickey, on behalf of all of us at the Jewish Reaction and the Nachum Siegel Network, I want to thank you for joining me. I uh, also want to wish you the best of luck next weekend as you and I, and together with your husband Donnie, will all be running together with Team Yachad in the ING Miami Marathon. Thank you so much, Sally, and um, I look forward to seeing everybody next weekend. It's going to be awesome. Thanks a lot, Mickey. Thank you. Here is the Yeshiva Boys Choir's Kol Hamis Palel. Come on.
was Kol Hamis Palel by the Yeshiva Boys Choir. Once again, I want to thank Mickey Nyer for joining me on the radio. And also wish a mazel tov to the first graders at the Westchester Day School on receiving their Sidurim. Uh, I believe it's next week, so mazel tov to them. And I hope everybody enjoyed that song. Uh, just to preview a little bit for next week, I'm excited to share with all of you that I'm going to be joined um, on the phone by Nicole Bodner. And we'll talk about two topics. Number one, she's going to be on the phone from Miami Beach, uh, where she is preparing for Team Yachad's arrival for the Miami Marathon uh, which will be next weekend, or when we speak to her next Wednesday, sorry, next Thursday will be that coming weekend, so she's down there preparing for that, and she also just returned from Israel, where she led Yachad's birthright trip. Yachad, as you all know, leads two birthright trips a year, one in December and one in May, uh, which takes people with disabilities, young adults with disabilities, and brings them to Israel for a 10-day trip where they're able to tour and go all around the country just like all the other birthright trips. So that really was a fantastic trip, and there's certainly lots to talk about uh, related to that. And just coming up uh, on the Nachum Siegel Network for tonight, uh, right after this show, it's going to be the stunt show hosted this week by Daniel Gordon, who's actually going to be joined live in the studio by his identical twin brother, Aaron Gordon. You get to hear two Gordons for the price of one. They'll discuss everything from growing up as multiples, friendly brotherly competition, and the answers to all of your questions. If you have any questions, you can email Daniel during the show at daniel at nachamsegel.com. And as we always say with regard to the stunt show, you never know what you're going to get. So that's coming up after this show at 6 o'clock. At 7 o'clock, it's the Thursday night extravaganza. At 8 o'clock, we have spin class. Politics with Michael Fragan. At 9 o'clock, it's the Book of Life with Charlie Harari. And at 10 o'clock, we have an hour of Jewish soul with Charlie Bernhout. That's coming up tonight later on the Nachum Siegel Network. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction presented by the Orthodox Union here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the Assistant Director of Yacha, the National Jewish Council for Disabilities. Um, and just before I introduce my next guest, there are two programs that I'd like to speak about for just a minute. The first one we spoke about, I believe, two weeks ago, which is the first time ever that Yachad is putting on a job board, uh, being done together with the Orthodox Union's job board. Uh, the OU's putting on, we're putting on a job fair, which is really geared towards individuals with disabilities and helping them to find employment and internships and, and paid opportunities uh, to work in the workforce. You know, People with disabilities, it's very tough in the job market. You know, it's very tough for anybody in the job market. Imagine how much more difficult it is uh, for somebody with a disability. So Yachad uh, is really trying hard to, to lead that march to, to, to help people with disabilities find and earn employment. Um, so we're putting together this job fair where we're going to have companies both large and small, you know, including Lowe's and Staples and CVS, as well as smaller companies and stores looking for to employ people with disabilities really is an amazing opportunity for Yachad to to spearhead this activity. If you are looking to hire and are interested and or if you have a disability or know someone with disability and you're looking for work, please contact us at jufjobs at ou.org or you can call us in the Yachad office at 212-613- 8229. So that was for the Yacha job fair. And one exciting, really exciting project that's coming up is the 27th annual Yacha Family Shabbaton. The Yacha Family Shabbaton is a program that Yacha runs for the entire family, not just for the member with a disability. But there are sessions going on for parents, for siblings, for aunts and uncles, for grandparents, for younger siblings, for adults, for anything and everything in between. 
That program is going to be May 3rd to the 5th, so a couple of months from now. It's going to be at the Hudson Valley Resort and Spa, upstate New York, formerly known as the Granite. And we're very excited to announce that our featured speaker and presenter for the weekend is going to be Dr. David Pelkowitz, the Strauss Professor of Psychology and Education at the Azraeli Graduate School at Yeshiva University. Now, this family Shabbaton program is absolutely incredible. Um, I'll tell you in just the, this coming year will be my third family Shabbaton, uh, where we have grown over the last two years from 520 attendees to this past year when we had almost 780. Uh, so this coming year is going to be the 27th annual, and we are certainly going to be pushing uh, the 900-person number. Uh, this weekend really is an opportunity for anybody and everybody in the family uh, to learn about different aspects um, of disability. You know, you want to find out, my child has a disability, what do I do? What services are available to me? Self-advocacy, vocational training for young adults, sibling programs, the difficulties of being a single parent, or how to make sure to give proper time and consideration to your other children. These are all aspects and, and things that will be discussed at the 27th Annual Yachad Family Shabbaton. If you're interested in attending, please call Yachad, 212-613-8229. That certainly seems, uh, will be, once again, absolutely an incredible weekend. Uh, and the, the Shabbaton is really for anybody and everybody. Anybody and everybody of any type of family from anywhere uh, just to come together to get to network with other families who are facing similar situations like you and just to learn about what is available to you, what you can do. So that's really very exciting. That's May 3rd through 5th. If you're interested, 212-613-8229. And just coming up next, before I introduce uh, my next guest, uh, we're going to listen to one more song, which is going to be by Yaakov Shweki, and we're going to listen to Sos Tussis. Oh, 
Yaakov Shweki with Sos Tassis. You're listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and now I'm being joined in the booth by Yehuda Daniel, who is a personal trainer, who's here to talk to us about proper nutrition, hydration, stretching, and anything and everything related to next weekend's uh, Team Yachad running in the ING Miami Marathon and Half Marathon. So welcome to the show, Yehuda. Thank you for having me, Ellie. Uh, so... Tell us, what's the most important thing when somebody's getting prepared to, 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 to run? They haven't run yet. They're getting ready either the night before or the morning of the big day. What are the things that they want to try to remember and focus on? Well, let me just start by what you want to avoid. You don't want to start eating anything that you haven't tried before, any special uh, things that have sauces in it that might irritate your stomach. Mm-hmm. Nothing that very simple foods that you know that you like. 
and um, hydration is very important the night before. And okay? that's, hydration is only water, right? You hydration don't want to be loading up on soda or Snapple or tea. Only or... H2O, pure H2O, pure baby. Pure H2O. All right, and the reason I'm mentioning water with food is because that when we eat, we need to digest as well. Water is very important in that process, okay? And the main purpose of the meal before the race is to restore the the sugar stores in our body, all right, called glucagon. And um, that's why you mainly eat carbohydrates before. Okay, pasta um, is very good. Uh, try to eat as much. Try to eat as eat as many um, carbohydrates, complex carbohydrates, protein. Is that because it takes your body longer to digest it, or that's the right kind of food that it's still in your system as you're running, so you have something to, to burn? First of all, you just need to eat to live, right? All the cells in your body need to sustain themselves all the time. So you, you have to be on an eating schedule, a normal eating schedule. See, if I were going to go to a race tomorrow, I will just eat normal because I generally eat on schedule. I eat all the right things, okay? Um, but since I came here to America, um, I see that a lot of people around here don't have a normal eating schedule. That's why it's very important to mention eating before the race. People might think, oh, I'll burn more calories if I don't eat. No. So don't use the running as a way of, oh, great, in the short term, I'll lose a couple of pounds. No, no, when no. In the long term, it's going to come back to bite you. All of you guys who are running, you're doing the right thing. You're supporting Team Yachad, all right? But if you want to lose weight, this is not the way to do it. Um, long runs is very nice for collecting money, but uh, the real way is to go to the gym normally and not do crazy. You don't have to run too long distance. This is just um, is a way for... It's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. It's really a that's fundraiser. But, but if you want to build a lifestyle of health and wellness, that's where you want to get into the long haul and that's you want right. to get into the eating right and training properly and drinking the right foods and liquids throughout. <laughs> throughout. Exactly. So I think we mentioned the night before. I think the, the morning of the race, very important also have, to have a normal balanced meal. Um, my breakfast for the past five years has been eggs and oatmeal. Um, some, you know, some things on the side, maybe a protein shake, but generally those are the base of my breakfast. Um, eggs are very healthy. have a lot of uh, protein in them, high quality protein, oatmeal car- for carbohydrates. All right. That gets me going in a day. I, I highly recommend those foods before the race also. And then, so, so during the race, when you're actually using all the energy and burning all of whatever you have stored up in you during the race. Obviously, you're, you're continuing to drink as you're going, but you're not really stopping during the race to eat anything. That's right. So there's something called electrolytes, okay, that we have in our body. There are different salts that we need um, that just if we only drink water during the race, we're just going to flush out all the salts because we're sweating so much, we're perspiring, and... Um, and we can de- actually dehydrate from this because even we though you're drinking so much water, it's the fact that you're losing all the electrolytes the water in your is body. Just going straight out because it has nothing to grip onto. So how how does one get more electrolytes in their system while they're running? <laughs> so there's the clean way and the dirty way. The dirty way is putting your your shirt in your mouth and just sucking it. To, to get that salt exactly. from your sweat back exactly. into your body. But that's okay, the so dirty that's way. That's something you have that of... I feel an extreme runner would do. Those of us running with extreme Team Yachad who are running to raise money as exactly. opposed to for a profession probably aren't interested in doing that as much. But you never know. Some people, uh, it's a very long run. Some people that's might true. actually need it. They won't have any nutrients around. They didn't prepare. They didn't listen would to the radio know? show. Would they feel like at uh, mile I nine, I'm really getting tired. I really feel bad. I'm going to 
suck on my shirt. <laughs> I'm like, is that a feeling that would come up? I think it's just natural that um, that you you crave the salt because your body's so low on it. But, your body's um, like telling said, you get me salt. It's so dirty. It's not it, you know you have a lot of um, other things in your shirt that aren't salt. So, so it's what's, not what's recommended. The clean way to do clean it. Clean way to do it. Well. Um, some people actually take energy bars with them. Those are very quick. They're high in energy, and they have uh, a lot of nutrients in them. Those can supply you the nutrients very quickly, and it's important, right? It's not enough to get the nutrient in. It has to get absorbed. And now when you finish the race, you know, very, very often at races, they're very big into giving out water, which is obviously good, and bananas and bagels. Why are, the, are those the right foods to eat, and why are those the right foods to okay, eat? Okay, so... Right after the race, the the body is under such trauma that uh, really any food will do. Anything that will start putting you into an anabolic pace, uh, phase. You see, when you exercise, any exercise, lifting weights or running, your body goes from uh, a anabolic phase to a catabolic phase. Your body is burning up its own flesh. It's your, You're using uh, your muscles for energy. And that's not a good thing because eventually you run out of muscle. You right. want to, the normal way is to eat food and sustain yourself from that food that you're eating. So in an anabolic phase, you're eating and the food is going to your muscles. You're distributing nutrients out to your body. In a catabolic phase, your body's saying, okay, I need to get done with this race now. So let me give me nutrients from the body. What do we have in our body? We have from muscle, we have sugar, we can take some uh, calcium from the bones. Okay, we have different nutrients in the body. If the body doesn't have enough nutrients, it'll take from itself and eat on itself. So the second you finish the race, important to change that and just to get something in and start the building process. So the whatever it is process. you're going to get in, whatever it is, is good. Ideally, if it's something relatively healthy or like a banana with a lot of potassium that would be also a good exactly. way to start so i'm, I'm generally not an advocate of, the, of bananas because they're very high in sugar uh-huh. but they have a lot of potassium and they have um they're they're very nutritious so for that quote-unquote quick fix a banana would exactly. be a good way to so start for the day of the of the race a banana is something i recommend okay um and finish with uh, a normal meal it doesn't have to be something specific just a, a good meal full of carbohydrates proteins and fats to replenish what your body was burning exactly during the race. and drink a lot of water after you're listening to the jewish reaction here on the nachem siegel network my name is ellie hagler i'm the assistant director of yacha and i'm being joined now by yehuda daniel who's a personal trainer who's discussing nutrition and proper hydration with us uh yehuda tell us a little bit about uh your being in the army to, in, in the israeli army you grew up in israel i grew up in israel in Efrat, uh, 28 years ago, and um, I came to America two years ago. Um, I grew up, uh, I went to yeshiva for two years before I went to the army, and then I went to the army for three years. Um, after the army, well, I was a tank commander. You I were was a tank a, commander. Where, where did you go? Where were you based? I was, in the, um, I was, ba- I was from the 188th uh, Brigade. Um, which, uh, by the way, is also the brigade that uh, Gilad Shalit's from. Oh, interesting. Yeah, thank God he's back with us. Thank God. And post-army service. Um, I was called back into the army by uh, something that's called the International Training Branch. It's a branch in the army that uh, specializes in, uh, how do you say, capitalizing from Israel's uh, army technologies. Okay. And what they do is they take uh, experienced soldiers and commanders who also can speak English and... Uh, take them to pitch 
our technologies around the world. Different. Uh, so you traveled around the world speaking about the Israeli army. That's what the unit does. Also, you have countries coming to Israel to train with us in the international training branch, and um, that's where we show them the new technologies, and they can decide whether they want to invest in it or not. But they need uh, someone to demonstrate, and if they do invest in it, they need people to train them, and that's what. Our unit did. We trained uh, different countries. So this is something that you did after your three years of service. That's right. It was the post-mandatory army service. Wow. So so let's check this out, guys. The, our next song that we're going to listen to is actually called Be'ikfei Haderach, which was actually the anthem That's right, the for anthem. the 188th Brigade, from which you and Gilad Shalit were a part. Right. Every brigade has its own anthem for morale. The the soldiers uh, sing it a lot when they, they go out for long runs and for motivation. Gotcha. So let's check it out. This is Be'ikfei Haderach from the IDF. Oh, 
שאדם כאדם שלטה מוכנה וחורקים שריוני הפלטה בזכותה שיניהם בעקבי הדרך משמחת שבט צוות גם יחד מיום גשם ורוח צורר מן האש העשן האבק מפיסות הבית בלב ועולה וצומחת רעות גדולה של אדם ואדם, של אדם ומכונו, וחורקים שיוני הפלטה בזכותה, שיניהם בעקבי הדרך. משמחת שבט צוות גם יחד, מיום גשם ורוח צורר, מן האש ועשן האבק, מפיסות הבית בלב, מעולה וצומחת רעות גדולה. של אדם ואדם, של אדם ומונם, וחורקים שיוני הפלדה בזכותם, שיניהם בעקבי And that was Be'ikve Haderach, which is played um, by, which is the anthem, I'm sorry, of the 188th Brigade, of which Yehuda Daniel, who is my current guest, uh, was a member in the IDF. Yehuda is now um, in America, where he is a personal trainer, and we're discussing proper nutrition and hydration. Um, what's something that, for the, the two or three days, or four days after a race, when the body is really, you know, either sore, or you're tired, or run down, what's the best way to to build that back up to get your strength back up where you need to be. Well, like I said before, race is, is a big, big trauma on the body. It's like a body have, going through a car accident. And w- once you're done, your body's going to inflame. It's going to start healing itself. And inflammation is part of that. Um, it's very important that the inflammation doesn't go uh, too out of control. So right after the race, you have um, people who look a little crazy, but the, they're doing the right thing. They who ha- take ice baths. It's a little crazy. It's a little extreme. But uh, generally, if there are any aches and pains, important for you to ice um, the areas, muscles, bones, tissues, anything that's, that's inflamed. Now, in terms of eating, um, because there's a lot of inflammation, you're using a lot of fluids. The inflammation are fluids. So you need to replenish a lot of water. And um, the building blocks, basic building blocks are the proteins, the carbohydrates, the fats. All these are, are building blocks for our body that we need. So even after the half marathon, you really want to continue to eat right and drink properly for an extended period of time for three or four days to really replenish what you burnt out in those three extreme hours of exactly. pushing your body to the max. Exactly. And this is a good opportunity for you guys to get on an eating schedule. Ellie, I have a question for you. You have a daughter, right? Sure, I do. I have a daughter, Ava. She's 18 months old. Are you, very, um, are you careful of... Uh, the times that you feed her yes and, uh, very very my wife and i are very regimented and that she eats properly and at the right times so all the people i know who have kids are very careful about their kids uh, eating habits and what their kids will eat and their kids eating schedule because they know that if their kids don't eat on time they're going to go nuts but um once we grow older and we have our own schedules we can we we forget about eating and i see a lot of people don't even doctors who um are supposed to be the the role the, model the role models um, don't have meals. So I, I strongly recommend the days after uh, the, the race to start this new minhug and uh, put yourself on the eating schedule. Start with breakfast. I don't and actually to... eat the meal, do properly. Everybody knows what to do, but people just don't exactly. do it. Well, everyone knows about breakfast also, so I don't need to talk about that. All, well, my point is that... that Every three hours from breakfast, every three, four hours from breakfast, you have gastric emptying. Your stomach gets emptied. 
I want you to eat another meal so you can. So, okay, but these don't have to be massive meals like people will sometimes typically exactly. eat. You can have something to, to fill your stomach. Small meals. Um, it comes out to four to six meals, depending on the person, depending on how, how hungry. They don't have to be big meals. They just have to be, a li- you know, a little and high quality. Okay, there you have it, folks. After running a race, make sure to hydrate, make sure to eat properly, and continue that going while trying to take an ice bath if you're able, cooling your body down and, and lowering ice the packs inflammation. Ice packs are also good. Ice packs as well to lower the inflammation. You've been listening to the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Ellie Hagler. I'm the assistant director of Yachad, and I'd like to thank my two guests today. We spoke with Mickey Nyer earlier, who's going to preparing to run the ING Miami Half Marathon with Team Yacha next weekend, and now, of course, with Yehuda Daniel, who's a personal trainer, to help us to discuss what's the best way to hydrate before, during, and after a race, as well as what's the best thing to eat uh, both before and after the race, too. Before I go, can I just share something? Please. Um, I just wanted to say that in the past two months, we've had uh, construction in our apartment, and um, my good friend Ellie Hagler um, and his wife Shani Hagler and Ava Hagler has shown us tremendous gemilus uh, chesed and have led us into their apartment for two months now, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, so as a favor, I came into the radio show today. Thank you very much. But, Thank you much. <laughs> um, I wanted to uh, show you my our greatest appreciation. It's, it's really our pleasure. We're happy to do it, and we would do it for anybody who needed it. Uh, but you're, you're really very welcome. Uh, we're going to finish here with uh, one more song, which uh, you chose, which you and your brothers all sing That's a cappella right. at Family Simchas, correct? That's right. We have, um, we have my oldest brother is a very good singer, and he also uh, can, uh, he knows how to put together an a cappella. And um, at our, our siblings' weddings, we, we sing our, uh, the, the woman down the aisle. So here you have it. Here's Kola Chai with Keshoshana. Ah!
And that was Kolachai with Kishoshana, and I want to thank you for listening. This is the Jewish Reaction here on the Nachum Siegel Network. My name is Eli Hagler, the Assistant Director of Yachar, and I want to thank you all for joining us, and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you very much. Thank you.